Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We welcome in Tribune Review sports columnist Kevin Gorman. Kevin, hello. Good afternoon. How are you? Doing great, Bob. Thanks for having me. You wrote a really interesting uh, article yesterday, and a lot of people uh, saw it, retweeted it. I'm going to read just the beginning of it for those who did not see it, but you can also check it out on uh, Twitter following Kevin Gorman. It starts this way. There's only one way to describe the Pirates aggressively attempting to trade Andrew McCutcheon, the face of the franchise, the ultimate betrayal, not just to McCutcheon, but to Pirate fans and the city of Pittsburgh. We deserve better than a bottom-line owner more concerned with making payroll than the playoffs, one whose words simply are limp service. I think you speak for a lot of people, and uh, what kind of reaction have you gotten on this, Kevin? Uh, you know, it's it's been a little split. Um but mostly from Pirates fans, I got a lot of thank yous by email yesterday. People saying, hey, it's about time somebody called the Pirates out on this. Uh, a lot of people frustrated by the idea of the Pirates being so willing to trade their franchise player. And really, the guy who I believe was the cornerstone of the turnaround. You know, After enduring 20 losing seasons, Andrew McCutcheon provided the first real superstar for the Pirates since Barry Bonds. And a guy who was a four-time MVP finalist. And when I say finalist, I mean top five in the voting. Um, you know, gold glove winner, a four-time silver slugger. You know, this is a guy, five-time all-star. This is a guy who put the Pirates in Pittsburgh baseball back on the map. And, and for the Pirates being so willing to trade him when he has a contract that's an absolute bargain it is just a mystery to me in terms of a guy being the face of the franchise. I think people would kind of consider it unconscionable for the Steelers to do the same with Ben Roethlisberger or the Penguins with Sidney Crosby. Yet, uh, I think we've become so accustomed to the words financial flexibility and, and the talk of, you know, small market baseball town that this has just become a reality with the Pirates, and that's where I see the flip side of the reaction is that some people are saying, hey, this is just the way the Pirates have to do business to survive in today's uh, baseball world, and I totally disagree with that. Well, I do too, <clears throat> and that's been the what I've been saying for many, many years, Kevin. Uh, this is a choice made by ownership here and ownership elsewhere around Major League Baseball, the so-called have-nots, who have willingly said we'll agree to any CBA as long as we keep our, getting our luxury ta- tax money. The, the, the label small market is a creation of somebody's imagination. There really is no small market. Uh, it is what this system labels you as if you can't compete and and quite frankly to me the cycle continues this is a cycle about every time you get close to signing someone and and, and whatever happened to the option of actually signing neil walker what actually happened to signing andrew mccutcheon signing guys who are going to command big dollars that's never ever implemented no and and where where the real where the word betrayal came from in my mind was that andrew mccutcheon signed what was a team-friendly deal uh, you know, they bought off some of his years of arbitration, but he signed a deal uh, that's paying him this year $14 million, next year the club option of $14.5 million. This is a guy who, in his prime, which I believe he still is at age 30, uh, despite the decline last season, 
in his prime could have commanded, you know, like Robinson Cano and guys like that, 25 to $30 million, which is what, you know, the top-paid players in the game are getting. Uh, I think he could have been a 20 to $25 million player, and yet he's taking a discount. I didn't see the Pirates invest the money they saved on Andrew McCutcheon into other players. In fact, the money that they're saving on him, they're not even willing to spend on McCutcheon now. And I think that's a real disservice to the fan base. And, and you know, one person brought up to me, they said, hey, you know, this just could be the way things are for the Pirates, that, you know, they trade an all-star in Nate McClough to make room for McCutcheon. They're going to trade McCutcheon to make room for Austin Meadows. They can slide Marte over, move Josh Bell into an outfield spot. This is just the way it's going to be. And and what I want to know is how is that fair to your fan base that supports these team, the team that has you know two million two million in attendance the past few years that goes out and buys the merchandise to support their favorite players. You know, it's one thing when you trade Brian Giles and the kids in Pine Richland can tape over his name and put Neil Walker's name when you draft the hometown kid in the first round. But that was an exception, and that shouldn't be the rule. No, I think that's well said. And a lot of people, the narrative has been, well, McCutcheon has lost it. He's never. He's only 30, I would like to point out. And a lot of guys play into their late 30s at a very productive level. And last year, he still led the Pirates in hits and home runs. So even though he wasn't anywhere near what he was the previous four years, he still ended up with numbers that were the best among everyone on that team. Uh, and then this also extends, Kevin, to what you saw from the bench. They had the best bench in baseball. How is it not possible for them to bring back Sean Rodriguez and Matt Joyce? Yeah. And how is it always the narrative, well, we can't afford them now. They've exceeded their uh, their level of uh, you know uh, salary here in Pittsburgh. How is that always possible? Why, is yeah, that not doable either? I think that's become the narrative, Bob, is that, is that you know the Pirates fans have become accustomed to the Pirates, you know, only being willing to pay guys when they can get them at bargain basement prices. And I think that's unfortunate that, that the Pirates are operating that way. Um, you know, Neil Walker is a guy who, if, if, you know, the Pirates may not have felt like he was deserving of an extension, but despite having back surgery to end his season, the Mets gave him one. Uh, you know, we're talking about a team that's in the largest market in baseball, and maybe they are playing by different rules, but they had a and by the way, let me interrupt you real quick. Didn't. Let me interrupt you real quick. Last year, Neil Walker had his best season of home runs and his career best OPS, just so you know. Yeah, and I, you know, and the thing is, I, I wasn't even advocating for the Pirates to extend McCutcheon, even though I believe that they should have already have done that. I think they should have torn up this contract a few years ago and extended him and given him a better contract. I think he probably should have fired his agent for, for getting him the deal that he did. I've said that publicly before. But, um, you know, the thing about it is, that, you know, this is still – I really believe, Bob, that this is kind of a, a concept of fantasy sports, that so, so many people have, have had this detachment because they look at only the numbers. And I think when you're talking about Andrew McCutcheon, you're talking about the guy that was the catalyst for the turnaround. And to some degree, I look at him as the foundation for which this new Pirates team, this, the, the team that has made the playoffs three times, has been built upon. If you look at the first-round picks – you had Walker, McCutcheon, Alvarez, and Cole were four guys that, that came into prominent roles. Three of them became all-stars. Uh, obviously, Alvarez had his problems, but you know, for, if the Pirates were to be able to get rid of all four of those guys, um, you know, I, I did read somewhere that if, if McCutcheon is traded, the only starter remaining from the 2013 playoff team will be starting Marte. How quickly you dismantle a team that that was that good? How quickly you walk away from Andrew McCutcheon, only a season removed from a 98-win year? 
You know, and some people are saying, well, the Pirates have to face the reality that they can't compete with the Cubs. I mean, that, that to me is just giving up. You know, you should be able to compete with mm-hmm. the Cubs regardless of what their salary is. Sure, the Cubs are going to be the favorite, but, you know, that doesn't mean the Pirates can't compete. I agree. Well said. Kevin Gorman of the Trib, thanks so much. Outstanding article, and look forward to talking to you again. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, Bob, thanks. It's a pleasure. All right, that's Kevin Gorman. Thank you. Right now, a lot of great stuff, including free food, free drinks. Come on out. We'll be back with more right after this short time out on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 